Marshall Cohn is a New Jersey native. He's the political director of the Democratic Governors Association, and he's worked on, on over 30 gubernatorial campaigns across the country. Marshall, thanks for joining me today. David, great to be with you. And I, I'm sure you know from being a New Jerseyan that Democrats haven't reelected a governor in your home state in 44 years. Republicans have, have elected and reelected governors three times since then. I mean, Jersey's, Jersey's a blue state, but sometimes it seems to prefer a Republican governor. Why will 2021 be different? Well, David, I think New Jersey is set to break that streak. And part of why I'm so excited to join you and, and work at the Democratic Governors Association is because we have an opportunity to reelect Governor Murphy, who I think has really made New Jersey a stronger and fairer place as trying to move the state forward. But really the threat to New Jersey voters across the state is Assemblyman Jack Cittarelli, who I think brings the state backwards. And I think voters have a clear contrast in this race, and they are going to choose to continue moving forward and, and not embrace the Trump rhetoric and policies like Jack Cittarelli has done these last couple months on the campaign trail. And a Monmouth University poll uh, last month had, had Governor Murphy ahead by 16 points. Jack Cittarelli has been been up on TV for a few weeks since that poll. He he just told me that he's he's right where he needs to be. Does 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 the pollster Patrick Murray have this one right? Well, I've worked on a lot of campaigns, and I think every candidate says we got them right where we want them, no matter what the race is. But the truth is he's in trouble because New Jersey voters don't want what he's offering, and that's a embrace of the Trump rhetoric and policies and speaking at a Stop the Steal rally. You know, I know you mentioned abortion access with him uh, when he was on the line just a few minutes ago. And in this world we're in right now, as Trump's Supreme Court allows Texas to ban abortion and you're seeing – efforts to restrict women's reproductive rights around the country. By the way, Jack Cittarelli praised that Trump Supreme Court. We just can't trust a candidate like Assemblyman Cittarelli to protect New Jersey women. And so I think that's what's really driving a lot of the attention and the enthusiasm in the race this year and what New Jersey voters from all corners of the state are thinking about as they're getting their ballots starting today. And I'm speaking with Marshall Cohn, the political director of the Democratic Governors Association. In in the California recall this week, uh, I read that one of I read from one of Governor Newsom's advisors. He said it was a two step plan. Step one was name the villain, and step two is describe the stakes. Is that is that really where where the New Jersey campaign is? Also, the villains are the villain is Donald Trump, and 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 what the stakes are. Is this is this the same game plan? I, I think what's really fun but also very challenging about governor's races is that each state is drastically different and my job is to think critically and adapt to each state and so while i think there are a bunch of things in california that have me feeling optimistic politically about the upcoming election in new jersey i think new jersey's election is its own thing and i'm not going to pretend that california is a forecast of new jersey but i think two big takeaways one is Democratic enthusiasm in California, which many observers said was going to be low, ended up being high, and Democrats showed up and voted. I think that's an important national environment to think about when you're predicting this election in New Jersey and also the midterms next November. And second is that COVID uh, was an important aspect in that campaign, and the Republican-leading candidate, Larry Elder, embraced the Trump-style uh downgrading the seriousness of 
the COVID pandemic being anti-vaccine and anti-mask. And your previous guest, Assemblyman Cittarelli, has done the same thing in New Jersey. And I think voters across the state, particularly parents with children in school, are terrified that he believes children are not vulnerable to this virus. That's just categorically wrong uh, and dangerous for a candidate for governor to have that position in New Jersey. And so I do think a the leadership of Governor Murphy during the last year and a half, a once-in-a-generation pandemic, is really given him a strong base of support and something that's going to continue to resonate over the next uh, seven weeks until November 2nd. Yeah, but once this once this pandemic is over, and we, we, we're, we're all hoping and praying that this, this, this ends soon and everybody gets out okay, New Jersey's still going to be one of the, the, the high, highest tax rates in the, in the nation. Uh, uh, is, is Jack Cittarelli right or wrong when he says that, that a big part of this campaign is about high property taxes and how, much, how, mu- how, how New Jersey's driving people away uh, based on how much it costs to live in the state? I think the contrast in this election is clear, particularly on the economy. And I can give you a couple clear examples. Number one, Governor Murphy had millionaires pay their fair share so he can give the middle class a break. And Jack Cittarelli wants to tax, give tax breaks to millionaires. I think Governor Murphy raised the minimum wage. Jack Cittarelli would cut it. Murphy expanded affordable health care. And Jack Cittarelli would make it harder to afford insurance. Those are the pocketbook issues that I think every New Jersey family is facing at the end of the day. And that's what they're going to look at, the difference between these candidates and what's going to drive their choice this November. And your job, I mean, clearly your job is to elect Democratic governors. There's, there's only two races this year. I, th- I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because you'll know there's 36 next year. Uh, that's right. We have a busy workload ahead. It is. It really is. And, and your home state deliberately decided to elect governors in off years. That was specifically so the candidates can run on state issues and, and not federal issues. From from your national perspective, is that I mean did New Jersey get it right when they said let's do off year gubernatorial elections? You know, hard to uh, give a judgment on that because I have a set of rules that I play by and, and at the Democratic Governors Association we have no off years. Every single year we have elections for governor. This year we had two. In 2019, we had three. Uh, But our big year coming up in 2022, as you said, has 36. What I can tell you, having done this for a number of years and and being involved in a lot of gubernatorial races, is that really no state is safe blue or safe red, that every state is winnable for our side or for the other side. And I think the issues in the state and on the ground really matter, the quality of candidates. And so we're taking this race very seriously, even though I think Governor Murphy is in great shape. But that is also what's driving the contrast in this race. When you look at the New Jersey issues, when it comes to New Jersey rejecting Donald Trump and rejecting a candidate who spoke at a Stop the Steal rally like Jack Cittarelli, New Jersey supports women's reproductive rights and is not going to vote for someone who wants to restrict it like Jack Cittarelli. And New Jersey is a state that's done great on fighting the Delta surge, getting vaccinated, protecting kids in schools, and they're not going to vote for someone who thinks kids are not vulnerable and wants to take away vaccine requirements for the most vulnerable. And so I think those local issues this year are really going to drive people's attention and hopefully get as many people out to the polls as possible. And I'm speaking to Marshall Cohn, the political director of the Democratic Governors Association. You talk, you're talking a lot about 
Donald Trump. What about Chris Christie? Is he still a factor in the minds of New Jersey voters? Uh, absolutely. I, I think Jack Cittarelli and, you know, spent six years in the assembly with Chris Christie as governor. He's stuck with these two very unpopular uh, people. I think if you look at Jack's plans, he wants to cut women's health care, just like Chris Christie. He wants to give tax incentives to the well-connected, just like Chris Christie. He wants to restrict ballot access, just like Chris Christie. And that economic combination of things and the votes in his legislature, that led to downgrades to New Jersey's credit time and time again. I think what Governor Murphy has done is make the state in a much healthier place, much stronger place, and much fairer place so that more people can enjoy in that success. And that's the direction New Jersey wants to continue forward. We just can't go back with Jack. Let me ask you one last question. I, I, I look at a state where Andy Kim, Tom Malinowski, Josh Gottheimer, all, all people who grew up here, went to Washington, uh, uh, worked for, for Democratic office holders, then they came home and they ran for something. When, when you left New Jersey, uh, I think your home county was, was still red. Now it's blue. Are, are you coming back? Uh, I'm never going to run for office. I love what I do, and I love making a difference in people's lives by electing leaders. Uh, right now who run for governor to have that direct impact. But uh, I'm, I'm very excited to be working in New Jersey this year. Uh, it's really a passion project of mine. And uh, I'm doing my own campaigning to make sure my friends and family back in Bridgewater, New Jersey, get out and vote uh, and vote for Governor Murphy. And so excited to have joined you today to talk a little bit about it, David. Well, well thank you very much. I, I've been speaking with Marshall Cohn, the political director of the Democratic Governors Association. We'll be right back to talk more about Jersey politics.